The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quickets, your Thursday, August 13th edition. Have a weird five-gamer on tap for you today. Hope everybody had a great Wednesday as we head closer and closer to the weekend. It was a wild on the Bomba Squad blasting off in Milwaukee. Uh, we saw the Yankees doing Clint Frazier things. That was good to see. Lots of fun stuff there around the diamond uh, last night. But uh, we head into this weird five one. This will be a quickie for you today. As I said, but uh, beware, it locks at 4.05 Eastern. There's a 4.05 game, a 4.30 game, a 5.10 game, a 7.15 game, and a 9.40 game. So it's crossed throughout the slate to make things quite interesting for you and uh, keep you on your toes and decide what risks you want to take on today's slate. Also, so you know, Baltimore-Philadelphia is one of the early games, so that's good to see. But they are uh, scheduled about 30-ish percent chance of rain today. It's kind of off and on, so hopefully it's one they can sneak in there and maybe it passes by. So keep your eye on the weather there. But that's a 4.05 start time, the first game of the day at uh, in Philadelphia. And that's a game that's going to be a very popular game for bats. So if that one crosses things off this slate, it's a whole lot more interesting. But again, five games on DraftKings. They have four games on FanDuel for you to break down. But as usual, we'll stick with you on DraftKings here. If you have any questions for FanDuel or anything else, hit me up in the live chat for this feed right now or uh, on Twitter at BDN Trick or in one of the Slack chats with uh, Fantasy Sports DJs, which is free, or come to the Road to Baller Premium Slack chat. Join Premium for uh, and get 10% off using promo code Bubba. Get all the tools, all kinds of cool stuff. The Slack chat is just an added bonus to that. All right, slate ahead here. Here's your totals. We got Orioles at Phillies. Total is 10, and that might be too low. This is going to be ugly, assuming they play. And Phillies are heavy favorites in that one. Rays, Red Sox, nine and a half. Pirates, Reds, nine. Brewers, Cubs waiting on that one because the wind, well, it's Wrigley, so you always wait on the weather. But the wind right now looks like it's blowing in about eight to ten miles an hour from center field. That's a good thing. Uh, Padres, Dodgers, eight and a half. So uh, we've got some early games to attack the bats, late game to get the uh, pitching in. This is the way it looks like things are going. And that's kind of how we'll go about it. i got four pitchers for you to circle on today's slate, the highest-priced arm. The one, the only you, Darvish, who's throwing like eight different pitches out there. He's been absolutely filthy. He's 10-4 at home against the Milwaukee Brewers, a Brewers team that has been very, very rough 
to start the season. That's just kind of putting things nicely here. A Brewers team striking out 28.9% of the time versus right-handed pitching right now. That is not good, Bob. Not good. A 215 average versus right-handed pitching, only a 145 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So there's no power. They're striking out a ton. That's a recipe for success for one you Darvish. Um, even if he gives up a few runs, we know he can strike out the world. He has um, he, he struck out four his last time out, seven and five. We need that strikeout rate to keep coming up. But even in the 4K game, 22 points. He's got 22 or more points in back-to-back starts. Phenomenal spot here versus Milwaukee. If the wind's blowing in, even groovier. So uh, keep an eye on one you Darvish at 10-4 if you're paying all the way up top. Uh, the next guy to look at here is uh, Mr. Chris Paddock, 8500 bucks. This could be a nice contrarian play. One thing about this slate, the later games, especially the late, late game, San Diego, L.A., probably get the lowest ownership on the entire slate because people don't want to risk that guys don't play and whatnot. So you can take some chances here. One is with Chris Paddock, $8,500 at the Los Angeles Dodgers. A Dodgers team we know is very, very good against um, against everybody. But 208, 208 ISO, 333 Woba, first right-handed pitching, only striking out 19% of the time. That's uh, big boy stuff there when you really want to break it all down. But Paddock, 295 average for lefties, 247 for righties. Um, he's striking out a decent amount of pitchers, as, uh, of players as well. He's got a twenty, almost 27% K rate, but uh, giving up a lot of hard contact. That's kind of been his bugaboo this year. Everything else has been just fine with Paddock. He's starting to utilize an extra pitch, which is great. He's given up three earned runs in back-to-back starts. Uh, so that's a little, he's given up at least one homer in every in three straight starts. Those are things to worry about, but still 6-5-6 six, six is the strikeout totals. Uh, only got the six innings uh, twice, five and two-thirds, six, five, six. So that's another thing we've got to keep an eye on. He's not going super deep, but at least 15 points in every game. So that's one thing I'm looking at on a slate that fits this ugly in pitching. And even against the Dodgers, he pitched very well. If you can give me 15-plus points, kind of lock it in, that's a big, big thing. You know, you got Darvish, who has that massive ace upside. you got Paddock, if he's dealing, could really get it done. And Paddock's going to go extremely low-owned. So something to keep in mind on that one. Uh, Anthony D. Sclafani Disco. At 8200 bucks is going to be uber popular, and he was rightfully so. Coming off a just beauty at Milwaukee. Six shutout innings, six Ks. Prior to that, five shutout, two Ks against Detroit. So 11 shutout innings to start the year. Eight Ks total. He's only given up five total hits, only walked one over that stretch. 27.7 um, points his last time out. And when you want to target someone, you target Pittsburgh with right-handed pitching. They're striking out 24% of the time versus righties. They're hitting a buck 80 versus righties. They have a 100 ISO versus righties. They are absolutely dreadful, period. But against right-handed pitching, it is really, really bad for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Lefties are hitting 327 off Disco. Righties, 255, but a ton to like by Disco Fani. His 24% K rate of his own, 43% ground ball rate. Gives up a little bit of hard contact, so you never know. They might finally get some runs. Scored on D-Sclo tonight. He's going to be super popular. He's going to be the chalk arm of the night. Everyone is going to have D-Sclo. It should be a D-Sclo. D-Sclo Darvish should be your one-two. That's the the easy way to do this. If you want to differentiate, you go to Paddock or you go to my next guy. My final guy is Corbin Burns. A little riskier. Great great spot to pitch in Wrigley. We talked about that. But 6200 bucks. Brett Anderson's going to start. He, Brett's gone three to three and two-thirds innings in every start. And then they hand it over to Corbin Burns, who's gone anywhere from Three and a third, three and two thirds, five and a third. That's what he's done in his last three appearances. He's thrown 77, 64, 75 pitches. His last time out, 23 points, but then he's gotten, he's basically got at least 12 points in every start. Um, he's got five or more Ks in every start, or not start, uh, you know, long man out of the pen in these setups. So Burns is a very, very intriguing option on this one if you want to differentiate things a little bit in this matchup against the Cubs with a good weather situation for you. Cubs are striking out 25.5% of the time versus right handed pitching. 
uh, hitting 250 with a uh, 206 ISO. Not bad. It's so a little bit of pop there versus righties, but um, that big strikeout rate is what Burns looks for. Burns will give up runs. He's giving up runs every time out there. But if he can uh, limit the damage, get you the strikeouts, he gets you five plus in three to four innings at $6,200 on this slate, that could be tremendous. So he can basically, as long as he doesn't get blown up and he gives you three to four, maybe five innings, he could do what Paddock's going to do tonight at maybe even lower ownership. So Burns is very, very much on the radar as a punt for me today. So uh, Darvish up top, phenomenal play. You got Disco in the middle, great play. Going to be chalkier than chalk, chalk, chalk. He's, you're you're going to wish you had some you know, Metamucil and stuff to fin- fix your stomach after that chalk. But then you got Paddock as a pivot in the middle, get $8,200 at the Dodgers, and you got Burns at 62 versus the Cubs. Those are your two pivots at the pitching position. All right, when you talk catching, though, you got uh, Rio Muto versus Eshelman. That's a, a beaut because uh, Eshelman is uh, not good. Not good, Bob. Best way I can say it to you. They're gonna, they should beat up all over. And they have a team total of 5.8. Lefty's hitting 349. Righty's 400 off Eshelman this year. Last year, it was not any better. It was brutal. Uh, so this is a big, big spot for the fight and fills tonight. Rio Muto's in a great spot there. You got Wilson Contreras. If you want to target him versus Brett Anderson before Burnsy comes in, you can. The Baltimore combination, I played Cisco yesterday. I was hoping he'd be in there again today. Usually, he's been catching a few back-to-back. So Cisco's in there at 37. Strong spot. Kind of stinks he went off yesterday because now he'll be much more popular. But if not, Severino at 43 is his battery mate. Could be a sneaky little alternative as well. Then other than that, just see what value pops up. Getaway day. So you might get some cheapies. Maybe in Cincinnati, you get Stevenson getting a nod. Or they go to um, Tucker Barnard has had good success for Trevor Williams. Cincinnati's a great play today as well. Heading over to first base, if you want to fade Di Sclafani, that's the way to go about it um, if you want to be super contrarian because, again, Pirates' bats have been dreadful. Di Sclafani is going to be very, very popular. So game theory-wise, it's play some Pittsburgh bats. Maybe not a full stack, but a few of them. That's your angle. I'm not sure I'm going to do that in a single entry, but if you're multi-entering, if you're doing three max, have a Pittsburgh stack. I'm going to tell you that much. Get, get, get some Pittsburgh exposure on this slate because they that'll be your leverage to the gills. You can play every other chalk play you want. If you have like two or three Pittsburgh bats in there, you're groovy. And one of them can be Josh Bell at 5,000. He's super pricey, not playing the um, the best of ball to start the year to put things nicely, hitting 213 with a 574 OPS. Not great, but uh, could be a nice GPP play on today's slate. Uh, Anthony Rizzo does hit lefties fine. They got Burnsy at 46. Joey Votto I like a lot at 44. Um, we're not a full B- PVP type guy here, BVP. But uh, sometimes it's nice to look at Joey Votto 10 for 25 with three doubles off Trevor Williams. You're going to track Trevor Williams with lefties in his career. It's something we really, really like to do. The Reds have a 5.2 team total, third highest on the slate. Lefties hitting 374, righties 324 off Trevor Williams. Um, Votto, he slowed down after that hot start. But he's still being very fantasy productive because he's uh, getting on base at a very nice clip. He's getting batted to death, so he's going to start having some good games. His, his, other, his overall – X stats and everything look good. So Votto at 44 is in play. I love the, the Orioles as always, always low owned. Renato Nunez at 43, very strong as well. A few others besides Pittsburgh being unique, uh, the Red Sox will be a sneaky stack as well. Uh, Glass now has been kind of really bad since his first time. Not kind of, he has been bad. 4.2 team total for the Red Sox. Lefties 205, righties 276. So some reverse splits going on there. Something to keep in mind there. Uh, Jose Martinez didn't clean up for the Rays at 39 is in play. Another Pittsburgh bat. If you don't want to go Josh Bell, you want to save some cash, Colin Moran is 3,600. So he's first base, third base eligible. He's a cheaper angle to go. And then our boy Brosu, a lefty on the mound for Boston, a gas can lefty, a young young lefty 
Rosu at 34 is definitely a punt play at first base or second base tonight against Mr. Hart, not Kevin Hart. It's just Mr. Mr. Um, Kyle Hart is, is someone we can definitely target in this matchup. So second base, we got some more to um, to get to this one. Uh, second base, we got uh, Brandon Lau. Uh, we liked him yesterday a ton because he's facing a righty who went deep. Probably not going to start today, but if he does, give him a look as a contrarian play with the lefty-lefty matchup. Another pirate you can look at is Kevin Newman, second base shortstop eligible at 4,300. He is uh, someone to, to take a peek at as well. Uh, Hanser Alberto at 4K, always on my radar, gets on base as a, a stat stuffer, which is what we like to see, especially on smaller slates. Uh, then Brosu at 34. So second base is pretty cut and dry. Maybe Josh Van Meter, if he cracks the lineup, second base outfield eligible for Cincinnati at 3,000. He's been uh, playing a little bit lately with um, with uh, Moose on the shelf. So keep an eye on Mr. Van Meter at 3,000. And they got Cronenworth, but probably won't play with a lefty on the mound tonight. So he's probably out. But, uh, yeah, you got some value there. Wendell probably doesn't play with Van Meter at 3,000. Brosu at 34. And then you go up to Alberto, Newman, those are some guys you can peek at at second base. Third base position, uh, Devers is back. He's 53. If you want to stack against Glass now, he will be very low owned. Something to keep in mind there. A.O. Henio Suarez, most are going to go lefties versus Williams, and for very good reason. Suarez at 45 will be your kind of contrarian piece of Cincinnati. Nunez at 43 we like. Machado at 42 versus Urias is a GPP type play. San Diego GPP stack if you choose to go because their bats are hot. They're a great team. Got shut down yesterday by Gonson. It was very surprising. And Urias is a good pitcher, but uh, could be an angle there in that one. Uh, Gene Segura at 4,000, I like quite a bit. He's really, really heating up for the fight in Phil's. He's over in two or three games. He's got seven or more points in three games. Uh, he's got seven or more in four of five. Really getting it going after an extremely slow start. So Gene at 4,000, a cheaper piece of uh, – lower owned piece of Philly. Someone to keep in mind. I mentioned Colin Moran at 36 earlier. Ryo Ruiz, if you're playing Baltimore – He's 3,400. He's getting about cleanup in that Baltimore lineup. So he's another cheap piece, and he gets overlooked. Nunez and Alberto are the popular ones. They're still not even that high owned. But you got Rayo Ruiz, and we got a couple outfielders we'll talk about that are both swinging good bats that you can pick on tonight. But that's about it at third base. Not a ton of value at first glance unless something changes when lineups are released. Uh, shortstop position, Tatis Jr., love him in GPP. He's love him pretty much every night, but – He's going to go low open tonight because he's the late game, plus Urias, 5,400 for Tatis. Mashed lefties last year. He's matching everybody this year. Interesting contrarian play with Tatis. You got Javi Baez at 46. Bogarts at 45 versus Glasnow. Mentioned Glasnow's reverse splits. So Bogarts could be a very good GPP play as well at 45. I got Newman at 43. Talked about him at second base, uh, hitting towards the top of that Pirates order. Freddie Galvis, a cheaper, unique piece of Cincinnati. He's 3,300. Jose Iglesias for Baltimore at 32 are two cheaper shortstops if you want to go that route. Then you got Willie Adamas at 3K versus uh, Mr. Kyle Hart. Uh, Adamas has uh, hits in three straight games. He homered last night. So maybe he's going to start going after a slow start. But Adamas at 3K could be a nice value with Tampa Bay because Tampa's uh, in a really good spot tonight against Hart and then that Boston uh, bullpen. Heading to the outfield, everyone's in – no. Bryce Harper at 54 is one of my favorite plays of the entire day. He is on fire right now, stealing bases last night, dropping bombs left and right. He's averaging 12 points his last 10 games, 15 or more in three straight games. The dude is just – he's got 10 or more in six of 10 games. He is just raking right now, 5400 bucks against Eshelman. That is a great play tonight, great play. 
Austin Meadows versus Hart, nice uh, lefty-lefty matchup at 4,900 to kind of screw people over. Uh, Castellanos at 48, I like quite a bit as well. Uh, Casty, Cincinnati, big fan of them tonight. Um, going on down, though, you look at the likes of, say, Brian Reynolds, if you want to attack Disclo at 39. He's a guy you can look at. And then one of the alpha, one of the two Baltimore alphas, Anthony Santander at 3,900. He went deep yesterday. He's swinging a very, very hot stick, 12 or more points in five straight games. Uh, just absolutely raking right now. He's a very nice value at 3,900. And then uh, Jay Bruce against Eshelman at 38. I love that. If you're looking to get weird, he's batting seventh, which kind of sucks, but he's getting it done night in and night out right now. Like he, um, he tripled his last start. He, uh, he went three for five with a triple and a homer, and then an 0 for game, and then a 23-point game. He's always GPP viable because that upside is huge, especially against a guy like Eshelman. The other Baltimore outfit, like it's like he's the most overlooked in this entire like hot streak they're on. Thirty-seven hundred dollars, Dwight Smith Jr. He has ten or more DraftKings points in four of five games. Um, really getting it done. He's not even hitting too many home runs. He's just getting it done, filling the stat sheet. So he's a guy you can look at at thirty-seven in his matchup. Then other than that, like Jesse Winker at thirty-five, sneaky nice. He's he's feeling it big time. So I like Winker at 35 for some savings. Hunter Renfro at 34 versus the lefty Hart for some savings is very nice. Um, Ian Happ at 33 if you want to go there in that matchup. I'm kind of just kind of sitting that matchup out, but it could be a, a spot to, for the Cubbies if you so choose. Uh, Shogi Yakiyama and Jeff uh, Josh Van Meter at 3K are both nice values for um, Cincinnati as well. And then you might get a few more as lineups come out, but nothing – Stands out too much right out the gate. So, again, easy slate. Well, not easy. Short slate. Goofy slate. Remember the time. Starts at 4.05, 4.30, 5.10, 7.15, 9.40 Eastern. But it's all one slate. Watch the weather in Philadelphia. About 30% chances. So, keep an eye on that one. When you're looking at pitching, we got you Darvish up top. He's pretty clear. Dee Sclafani is going to be the chalk right in the middle for good reasons. Pivots will be Chris Paddock at 8500 bucks against the Dodgers. He's got a pretty good floor, unless just one of the blow-up games happen. Pretty darn good floor with tremendous upside if things get going. And then Corbin Burns coming out behind Brett Anderson. It's risky because you never know, but he's usually going at least three, sometimes five innings when he comes out from somebody. Five or more Ks. He's getting you the strikeouts. Cubs strike out a lot versus right-handed pitching like we talked about. So you can definitely pick on that. I want to game stack the snot out of Baltimore Philly. I want Bryce Harper. I want like Jay Bruce, guys like that with tons of power in, in uh, Philly. Segura is really good. Then I want to stack the snot out of Baltimore. I love Baltimore. Night in and night out. Nunez is great. Alberto's not bad. Santander, Dwight Smith, Riley Ruiz. Lots of things to like with Baltimore. That's one way I want to go. Tampa Bay versus Kyle Hart in that bullpen. Love, love, love that one as well. Uh, Brosu, super cheap, especially hitting towards the top of that order versus a lefty. You got Renfro. Jose Martinez starting to get going. Willie Adama starting to get going. There's going to be some options in that Tampa Bay lineup. I'm not on Boston right now, but it is an interesting contrarian angle against Glass now. They've just been so bad. Like, Snell shut them down. They, like, they had one big inning against their bullpen last night. They just really haven't been consistent with the bats, but it's a way to go on the slate. Uh, Cincinnati versus Williams, you can attack them big time versus, with lefties. You got Casty and Suarez as well. Casty had, like, more than Suarez, but that those lefties in there, you got Winker as value. You got Akiyama. Um, yeah, Van Meter is value. Joey Votto's intriguing. Definite options in that Cincinnati um, situation there. Uh, Milwaukee, Chicago kind of staying away. The weather, for one, when it's blown in from Wrigley, it's a legit thing. Something to keep in mind there. Bless, I respect you, Darvish. I don't know. I imagine if Brett Anderson gets in early trouble, they yank him pretty quick and go to Burns. I like Burns a lot. Like he's going to give up a few runs. 
I just don't know if it's enough runs for like a stack situation where there's so many other runs to focus on. The but in reality, the Cubs could be the one that's like standing out as a very good team that could end up being the GPP thing. So keep an eye on that. And then your late night hammer, San Diego at the Dodgers. Very good pitching matchup. I'm not going to have a ton of bats there, but I will say if you want to be different out the gate, I think you want the chop D. Slafani, you want the chalk Darvish pitchers. If you do some bats in that late game, they'll be low owned because no one wants to risk risk um, having dead spots in their roster that late. It's kind of an NBA thing you learn, or an NFL thing. The later games get uh, much less ownership. So that's something to definitely keep in mind there. Uh, before we wrap up, like I always say, if you're coming to the live stream, we got listener questions for you. So Legomi asks, what's your reason for preferring one site over the other? I've always been a DK guy. I've had big, big hits on DK. I had a $50,000 hit a few years ago. Um, I enjoy the two-pitcher strategy. It, it brings more to the table. I also like the um, position eligibility. Some guys have multi-positions, so you can get more creative with your lineups. Those are things I'm, I like to do. I am getting more into FanDuel. I do another uh, some other work on the side as well, and we talk FanDuel on that show with DraftKings, and um, I'm getting more in there. The pricing on FanDuel is just it's ridiculous. Like, it's stupid. That kind of So it kind of annoys me at times, but I also try to take advantage of it. So I do build uh, some FanDuel of late, so keep an eye on that. Uh, and then Joji414 asks, pick one, Hayes, Smith, Renfro, and Marco. For tonight, I'm assuming that's Dwight Smith Jr. I'm assuming. So give me Dwight Smith Jr. And then I have Renfro at number two. So go Dwight Smith, go Baltimore, go O's. Go everybody have a fun Thursday five-game slate on tap tonight. Uh, it's going to be a doozy. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you give a rate and review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. Help the podcast out a ton. Putting in the work for you guys five days a week. I'd appreciate just a little Little rate and review would help a lot. Uh, you can also check out the video on the YouTube channel for Rotoballer at any time there. Go check those guys out at Rotoballer. Lots of awesome content coming out there on the daily. I also have the free DraftKings picks posted over there for today if you want to go read up on those, give you a little more to what we just talked about on this podcast. But uh, that'll do it. Until next time, I'll see you guys tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, August 13th edition. I'm out. Yeah.